Well, as we look at this movie Creed today, we, we see that Creed is battling his past. His dad died at an early age, actually, before he was actually born, his dad died. And then he was serving time, and he served time at a L.A. youth facility, just a troubled child. You see him fighting as a kid. He just had a troubled childhood, and he, he was battling his past. And then we see Rocky. Rocky was battling cancer, and he was fighting cancer, and that was a battle for him. They, they were both battling different things in their life. And the truth be told, we all fight battles. Every one of us fight battles. Some of you are in a battle right now. We fight people battles. I like how David describes this people battle that he was facing in Psalms 18 and verse 39. It says, you armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. David said he needed God to help him fight some people battles. And some of you right now, you're fighting a people battle. Matter of fact, how many of you at all of our locations, you would just lift a hand and say, I'm in a people battle right now. You know, some of you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting in a people battle. At this very moment, some of you find yourself in a battle with a relative who's trying to take advantage of you. And it's a, it's a battle that you're fighting right now. Some of you are battling for the health of your marriage. And there's a battle going on right now for your marriage. Some of you are battling for your children and for them to, to serve God. Perhaps you have a teenager or maybe your children are grown and, and they're, not, they're not serving the Lord right now and you are battling and praying and warring with God for them to know God, grow in God, discover their purpose and make a difference and it's a battle going on right now. Some of you are in, in a battle with a coworker who keeps talking negative about you at work and it's a people battle and people battles can be so draining. They can just suck the life right out of you. We fight, we, we fight spiritual battles. We not, not only fight people battles, but we fight spiritual battles. And, and Paul described a spiritual battle like this in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. He says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in, in the heavenly places. He says, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy because you're in a battle in the time of evil. Therefore, after the battle, you will still be standing firm. The Bible teaches us that there is an unseen world. There is a devil. There are demonic forces that war against us. And today, some of you are fighting a pretty intense spiritual battle. The devil is attacking you today. Some of you would say you, you actually feel oppressed today. You just kind of, you just have this oppression on you. You just kind of feel weird and off, kind of heavy. There's a spiritual battle going on in your life. Some of you are fighting an addiction, and it just seems like, that, that, that addiction, that, that thing you're addicted to, just always coming your way, always coming your way, always been trafficked your way. I mean, it's just amazing how the enemy just knows how to traffic and to keep you bound, and to keep you addicted. Some of you are, are trapped in a sin, and you just can't shake free from it. Some of you have been struggling with the same sin for years, and you just can't get free. You just can't get free. You just can't get free. You, you want to get free, and you can't get free, and, and you have to realize you are in a spiritual battle. Some of you are dealing with major temptation in your life. 
for some of you would say, it just came out of nowhere. I'm just, I don't know why I feel so, so tempted by this. And it's just out of left field. Now, now I'm struggling with this temptation. I want to give into the, in this area of my life. And, and I really hadn't struggled with this before. But man, I am just struggling with temptation today because you're in a spiritual battle. Some of you find your desire to pray and your desire for reading the Bible is fading. You, you don't have the same desire for prayer, the same desire to read the Bible. Some of you are even at a place where you don't even desire to come to church, and you have to understand you are in a spiritual battle. There is an evil one. There is an unseen world that we war against. Not only are there people battles and spiritual battles, but there are faith battles, faith battles. Paul describes this in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Paul says we have to fight the good fight of faith. And friends, we all have faith battles that we have to fight. Some of you are fighting a faith battle right now. You, you feel like giving up on your dream. You have a dream and you're about ready to cash in and think it's just never going to happen. I'm telling you, keep fighting the good fight of faith. Some of you are about ready to give up on yourself. And I'm telling you today, you're just in a faith fight. Don't give up on yourself. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Some of you, God has been speaking to you about stepping out in faith in an area of your life. God is saying, step out. And some of you are not stepping out. You're just standing still. And you're in a faith battle. And you need to take that step of faith and step out into what God has for your life. Some of you are going through a serious financial challenge. And you've stopped putting God first in your life and in your finances. You're in a faith battle. Listen, don't, don't stop honoring God. Put God first. Return the first 10% back to God. Tithe. Honor God with the tithe and let him come in and help. You're in a faith battle. It, it's a fight that you're in. Some of you today, God, God's been speaking to you about joining the dream team. God's saying, I want to use you to make a difference, but you feel so unqualified. You're so gripped with fear. And it's a faith battle. You have to take that step of faith. Get on a serving team. Allow God to begin to use your life to make a difference. Some of you are facing a health crisis. You're in a fight right now for your health. Listen, keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep trusting God. Keep leaning on God. We all fight faith battles, people battles, spiritual battles. And the question is this, how do we win the battles? Rocky would have died of cancer if it wasn't for Creed. If I fight, you fight. We're going to make it through this together. And Creed would have never been prepared to fight the champ. Matter of fact, most said that he would have never been able to make it 12 rounds against the world champion but, but, but Creed was able to make it because Rocky was in his quarter. Rocky trained him. Rocky was there to help him. That They both overcame their battles because they had each other. And here's what I want us to learn today. You need the right team in your corner if you're going to win the battles of life. You need the right team in your corner if you're going to win the battles of life. Listen, winning the battles of life is always determined by who's in your corner. Who do you have in your corner? First of all, you need God in your corner. 
If you're going to win life's battles, you need God in your corner. I'm going to take you back to Ephesians 6 when we talked about the spiritual battles. And here's what it says in Ephesians 6 and verse 11. It says, put on the full armor of God. Notice not the full armor of Todd or Rod or Billy Bob. No, 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 no. If you're going to win life's battles, these spiritual battles, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. You see, the way we win spiritual battles is by putting on the full armor of God. And when we have on God's armor, no matter what the devil throws at us, no matter if his schemes or plots or attacks, we can overcome his attacks. Friends, I want to encourage you this week as as a homework assignment. Would you read Ephesians chapter 6 this week? It talks about the armor of God. Would you read it? and put on God's armor so that you can withstand every attack from the evil one. Put on his armor. Get God in your corner. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 15, he said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, because of this people battle that you're in. For the battle is not yours, but God's. And friends, no matter what battle you're facing, the battle is the Lord's. And some of you are fighting some pretty intense people battles. Matter of fact, right now, would you get that person in your mind who's on your last nerve, who's attacking you, who's trying to kill you? Get them in your mind right now and just give them to God. God, this is your battle. I'm giving them to you. I surrender myself to you. I surrender the battle to you. The battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. Surrender to Him. Give it to him. Get God in your corner. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 12 says, Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Three strands. You see, a cord of three strands, first of all, that cord consists of you and God. You and God, if you're going to win life's battles... You need to have God in your corner to win those battles. But there's a third strand. The Bible says a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. There's a third strand I want us to look at today, and that leads me to point number two. Number two is this. You need the right people in your corner. The right people in your corner. Creed told Rocky, if I fight, you fight. He was saying, let's fight these battles together. And you and I can overcome life's battles if we have God in our corner and we have the right people in our corner. You see, you need you, God, and some godly friends. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 24, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend Stays closer than a brother. I found this scripture interesting. I, I read the Bible every day and study the Word of God. And this just jumped out at me in a new way this week when I was studying. It's interesting that the Bible says there are friends who destroy each other. This verse isn't talking about our enemies. I would think it would say there are enemies who try to destroy us. But what we come to understand and realize is not every person who says they're your friend has your best interest in mind. You have to understand that. You have to be aware, beware of people that are in your circle but not in your corner. 
I'm going to say that again. You have to beware of people that are in your circle, but not in your corner. They're not trying to help you get closer to God. They're not trying to help you overcome the battles of life. They're actually trying to destroy you. They're trying to take you down. You have to beware that not everybody is your real friend. So the scripture says this in Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 26. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. If you want to win life's battles, you need to choose your friends carefully. You need God in your corner, and you need the right friends in your corner. A three-chord strand is not quickly broken. And just like you, I have fought a lot of battles in life. I fought health battles, and I've been transparent with you. There's been a couple of times in my life that because of stress and anxiety, I found myself in the heart hospital thinking I was having a heart attack. Several years ago, my wife was fighting a health battle. She was just down and out and couldn't even get off the couch. And this last year, this last school year, this school year here that we're in, my, one of my children was so sick, lost 16 to 20 pounds and missed six weeks of school. We couldn't figure out what was wrong. And I thank God that God was in our corner. And I had some godly friends who were praying for us encouraging us, standing with us. Just like you, I have been betrayed. I've been lied on. I've been done wrong. I've been hurt. And there are times that I was carrying bitterness and a grudge in my heart, and, and I'm grateful for the right friends in my life, godly friends who said, Herbert, let that go. Herbert, forgive. Herbert, give that to Jesus. Herbert, get better, not bitter. I thank God for having the right friends in my life. Matter of fact, I, I attend a small group on Sunday nights. We have our small group tonight. And it was a couple of weeks ago after our small group, that Monday morning, one of the guys from the small group texted me, said, hey, Herbert, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your family. I love you, brother. Can I tell you what that did for me? To know somebody woke up with me on their mind praying for me, praying for my family as I'm fighting life's battles. I'm telling you, a three-chord strand is not quickly broken. You, God, and some godly friends, if you have that, you can make it through any battle you face in life. You can make it. you got to have the right people in your corner. And I want to encourage you, summertime coming up right now, this is a great time. You know what I love about summertime is we can have some unique times of connecting with people that we can't have all throughout the year. But in this time of the year, you can, you know, you have a motorcycle group. Get some people together. You know, I want to encourage you, man, get in a group this summer. Get in a summer group. Lead a summer group. There's some people that you need to encourage and they need to encourage you. Some of you can start a cooking group. Go out and cook. Cook out. Grill out. Some of y'all can't cook, but some of y'all can. I'm, I'll come to the ones that can cook. Some of y'all can't. But man, come on, invite some friends over. Make some new friends. Say, come on over. Encourage one another. Fellowship. Talk God's Word. Eat together. Laugh together. You need the right people in your corner. Maybe you like athletics, and you can start an athlete, an athlete and you can start a softball group or a basketball group. I, I had one man tell me, I like to fish, Pastor. I got a fishing hole I like to go to. Man, come on, get some other guys or some ladies and go, go fishing and just laugh and, and talk and encourage each other with the Word and, and pray for one another. I'm telling you, we all face life's battles. And you can make it with the right people in your corner. You need God and some godly friends. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Some of you are like, Pastor, I'm all in. I need encouragement. Or you would say, Pastor, I need to encourage some other people. 
And if you would like to get a summer group going and encourage people and be encouraged, would you grab this connection card out? We've had several already do it. Had one person hand me their card today. I was excited. He wants to start a motorcycle group. You're not going to catch me on a motorcycle, but bless God for him. Amen. You, you go ahead with your bad self. I'm excited for him, though. But would you write your name and information here and just say, let us know right here on this event registration. Just write small group. And maybe you know what kind of group you lead. Let us know, especially if it's a cooking out group. Put it there because I want to see who you are and see if I might come and eat with you. You know what I'm saying? So, but let us know. Here's what, I, here's what I know. We all face life's battles, and we can make it with God and the right people. And I think God wants to use you in somebody's life this summer to encourage them, to get them closer to God, to fellowship. After you fill this card out, as we wrap up the service in just a few moments, would you take this card? You can drop it. There's offering boxes on the walls. You can drop it in the, in the offering boxes on the walls, or you can go by Group Central out in the lobby. And just turn this card in, fill it out and turn it in, and let us know that you want to be a part of being a right friend to somebody and somebody being a right friend to you.